Hello, hello. Welcome back again to another episode of the Filmmaker Bros Podcast. Um, my name is Will Walker, your co-host, along with Richard Bloomer. What's up, everyone? Today, we're going to talk about the number one way or the ways to grow as a filmmaker. Um, and we wanted to kind of bounce some ideas off of each other, kind of see what our experience has been, what we're trying to do. But we're going to we're gonna let Richard go first today and uh, chat it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this topic because I think it's so important. Um, and it might come natural to some people. And I want to talk a, a little bit about, like, I guess, what I think is probably the most important thing that you should have in order to grow as a filmmaker. And, you know, I think Will and I could probably agree with this, is that we started this not because we just, like, looked out and saw, like, oh, this is, like, a business opportunity. Or, you know, this is going to be something that we can make a lot of money. Which you can 100% do. It is it is a great, like, business venture you can do. But we got into this because we had a lot of passion for it, you know. And I just want to say this to other people that, like, if you want to grow as a filmmaker, if you want to grow in anything that you do in your life, I would say the most important thing that you need to have starting out is you need to be passionate about it. And if you're someone right now that like is unsure if you're passionate about it, like, and maybe, maybe you're, you're passionate about other things. Like it, you know, it's an important question to ask. Are you passionate about this? Because whenever it gets down into it, like, Yes, it's fun to make films. Yes, it's fun to to edit things sometimes. It's fun to light things, but it's not always like all fun and games. Sometimes it you, you got to grind it. Like you have to grind the edit out. You have to make sure you you uh you know deliver for your client. Like you there's a lot of things that might not be as fun sometimes, but if you're passionate about it, you get amped up and fired up anyways. It, it does not phase you. You're excited about, you know, what you're doing. So I would say the number thing, number one thing that you should have as a filmmaker in order to grow is be passionate about it, um, be excited about it, and yeah, I mean, I think that that that, that for me and is the most important thing. Um, and will like, I guess, what do you think about that in terms of being passionate about it? I know that there's there's a lot more that I want to keep on keep on yeah. talking about in terms of like how they grow because yeah, yeah. I can talk about that forever but that's my kind of first thing I, I want to start with no I, I completely agree with with what you're saying pa- having some passion having some feeling of purpose behind what you're doing I think is so key um I've had I've had a couple jobs even before this if, if you listen to other episodes where uh I, they were just jobs I was I was waiting till five o'clock where I can just go home, um, clock in and clock out and no purpose, no passion. Uh, I was just a paycheck. Um, I, as a, as a Christian, I kind of believe that like God, God has given us different tools, different dreams. And I think it's silly that we don't go after it. Like, um, this is even just even outside of this outside of filmmaking. I believe that God has given you talents, given you gifts, given you dreams, um, and it's silly not to go after it. And even if it's not a career, um, like like I said, when I when I first started doing this on the side, I was building homes, 
uh, I was a superintendent for, for a construction company. Um, and on the weekends I was shooting weddings. I was doing what I could, uh, getting different corporate gigs, taking off work to go shoot those. But there were also times where I would go months, three or four months without doing anything on my side gig, my, the filmmaking side of things. Um, and I still told myself, I was like, no matter what, if I never make another penny from this, I'm still going to do it because I love it. I love doing it. Uh, I, I feel fulfilled when I do it. I, I feel like I'm helping people, um, whether it's personally or I'm showcasing their wedding or I'm helping a business tell their message a little bit more, telling what they offer more. Um, I Richard, yes, completely agree. Um, passion is key. Purpose is key. Like having Having that driving you um, is huge. It's huge in this, uh, especially in filmmaking. It's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I I run into a lot of people nowadays, especially in the kind of the world we live in. We live in this kind of social media world where it's cool, you know, the edit a sick, you know, a sick video, (laughs) video edit or whatever. It's like, oh man, it's so awesome. And you meet, you know, people that are younger that maybe just picked up a camera, maybe just started taking photos or um, editing and stuff, which I'm like, that's awesome. I'm glad that like we do have platforms that people can, you know, actually express like their creative side of who they are. Um, But sometimes I find a lot of people that they're trying to, (laughs) they're trying to, you know, maybe do these things more so for the approval of uh, having a cool Instagram page and um putting a cool video together because people are going to approve of you as a person and uh ultimately it's like their intentions are wrong you know they're not necessarily uh passionate about the thing they're they're creating in terms of a video but it's almost like they're more passionate about gaining this approval of others and yeah, yeah. whenever you I've I've come across where I've talked to some of those those people and what happens is that Whenever they ask, like, hey, man, like, I want to, you know, go work for, you know, these big people. I want to go shoot for these big companies. Like, man, what do I do? Like, tell me something that I should do. And, (laughs) you know, I tell them, like, I think one of my first questions, honestly, is like, well, first, you need to know that you got to do whatever it takes to, uh, to get out there. Like, you need to be passionate about it. Because yep. if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to go the extra step to create something, to yeah. make a passion project, to go wake up at four in the morning to go get that beautiful sunrise yep. with your drone that's you have to drive two hours away to get. You yep. know, that takes a lot of dedication, a lot of passion. And I talk to them and I say, hey, like, man, if you want to, you know, get into photography, dude, go out right now, take photos, take photos yeah. of everything, like, whatever you're passionate about and and besides you know filmmaking or photos like go take photos of that and they're like oh yeah like, that's that's so good and then i never for i never see a single photo um, yeah i never see anything that they create but there's other people that i've met um i'm thinking of one person in particular and he just like holy cow i've never seen someone grow so much from uh not really understanding what he wanted to do in his life to picking up a camera and then he asks all every question he possibly can, and he absorbs it and applies it to every single thing that he does. Yep. Um, and he is open to feedback and construction. He wants to grow. He wants to improve because all he wants to do is 
create the best possible product he can and yeah. he's passionate about it and he loves it you know yeah and so to, uh can i piggyback back off of that oh real quick? yeah yeah um, for sure to to emphasize that um some people say they want to shoot this they want to shoot that they want to shoot cars sports cars motorcycles they want to shoot western life they want to shoot uh drone landscapes they want to do all sorts of this or uh, what fill in the blank basically um <clears throat> One thing, if you want to shoot that, if you want to get paid to do that, you got to go ahead and do it. Like, you're not going to get asked to asked to do it and get paid automatically. You've got to go out out of your way. Like Richard was saying, you got to wake up early. You got to get that sun that morning sun shot. You got to get the sunset shot. You gotta you're gonna have a lot of time on the road. You got to get out there and and make it happen. Um, basically, you got to shoot what you want to shoot. Yeah. So now. I'll talk about, you know, for me personally, kind of like the things that I've done, you know, to actually help me grow. And, you know, I didn't go to film school. You know, I knew nothing about filmmaking. And honestly, you know, the best way to grow as a filmmaker um, for me was I watched YouTube. I watched everything I possibly could. I was part of the YouTube university. Um, But you know, I think where people mess up with YouTube is you can consume a lot of content, but if you're not practicing that content, then yep. you're not yep. improving. You're not applying those skills and actually understanding them for yourself. So, you know, there there's so many times where I would watch a video or whatever, or how to edit this way or edit like that, or how to light a scene this way or, or light a person like this. And then I would go apply that. I, I would go out and I would shoot that. Um, now, for me, one thing that was extremely helpful and beneficial is, you know, like I've talked about before, you know, CrossFit is another thing that I'm passionate about. And so I kind of ended up mixing those two together a lot of times, uh, filmmaking and CrossFit. And so I would go and create a piece or create something for the CrossFit gym. I wasn't getting paid. I was, you know, I was doing this just because it was fun and, and I was passionate about it. But I also, during that time I was helping them, I practiced something. I would do something different. Instead of rolling in, you know, that day and shooting with a, you know, 24 to 70 zoom lens, <laughs> I was like, today I can only shoot with an 85 millimeter lens, you know, shooting CrossFit with an 85 millimeter lens. How can I make this? look good how can i make this like still have like somewhat of a story even though i'm so tight you know on these people and i'm doing workouts you know and so that would challenge me um and make me grow and get better and understanding like my limitations having certain lenses and how i don't like shooting with zoom lenses much because it just becomes kind of too easy to a certain point uh, or i don't get the looks that i want but a big thing for me was making sure that whatever content I consumed, I went and practiced that thing. Um, and I went and actually did it. Similar story. I, I learned everything I know off of YouTube and, and doing it. And, um, what I would do is, yeah, I would follow, I would search up all sorts of tutorials and, um, how to color grade, how to, uh, how to how to use slow mo- how to shoot slow motion and how to edit slow motion how to um, <clears throat> kind of studying story um, I also kind of became a student of uh, if you've ever heard of Donald Miller and Story Brand and their 
how they frame a story. And that really helped me um, when I'm on uh, corporate shoots. When you, I mean, honestly, you can use it on any shoot. Um, you're going to have a, a character. You're going to have a helper. You're going to have a problem. You're going to have a, a climax, um, all that stuff. But also, then I would, pra- I would, I would soak in all that, and I would practice. Um, I mean, slap my wrist. I would practice on my paid shoots, honestly. I would mostly practice on weddings. Um, I would try different things while I was shooting weddings um, just because I'm already, the camera's already rolling all day, so I might as well try some of the stuff. I'm going to have coverage on everything, so it's, there's no, no, harm, no harm there. Um, yeah, so Richard, what, what else? So how, <clears throat> how else would you grow? What, what other things, like practical things, would you do to grow your filmmaking career, w- whether it be uh, social media, posting every day? Do you have a website? Do you, do you, uh, what do you, what do you do more? Do you like to social socialize network more? What do you value more when you're trying to build your, your filmmaking business? And like trying to build it in terms of, uh, growing, growing that filmmaking business. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know, one thing that is important with, you know, kind of my whole life in general is community is extremely important to me. And, uh, you know, if you're not involved with a community of people, whether that's a church, whether that's a CrossFit gym, whether that's a, uh, a social club, whether that is like, you know, a group of people that you, you've, you know, you're in line with some interest and you guys hang out all the time. If you're not involved with the community and you're just sitting at home playing video games or going out by yourself and shooting stuff, like I highly suggest go and get involved be around people and get to know them and I know that that might be hard for some people that if you're not an extrovert or if you're more introverted but for me in general the best way for me to grow you know in in filmmaking I guess the business of filmmaking is just me going and meeting people and just from doing that like I don't have to put any ads on Facebook. I don't have to yeah. really, yeah. honestly, I don't really have to like push hard to get new clients because all I do is just be a nice person to other people, care for them and be around them and get to know them as, as you know, for what they do and who they are. And just from that alone, like I've grown so much and, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure that we'll talk about this again at another point because i mean honestly that is like my number one tip i would say how to get clients yeah go be around people yeah i would totally completely agree um i've i've uh i would say all all of my i get all of my clients from word of mouth um from networking from friends of friends from bride friends of brides from friends of business owners um it's all networking and it's all socializing, being in community, um, creating community with, with new people, um, and getting invited into their life, inviting them into yours. Um, there, I mean, on, with running a one man band, little business, uh, like there it's, it can, those lines can blur between personal and, and business sometimes. And sometimes you have to be careful with, with those lines with, uh, cause some people aren't always out for your for your better interest they're always looking out for theirs but networking is key um what about uh richard what about social media what uh what have you have you ever gotten a a client like strictly from social media 
Man, you know, honestly, I don't think I have gotten a client from social media. I'm so I, glad you said that. <laughs> I really don't think I have. and <laughs> I've never gotten a client from social media, ever. Oh, man. And I'm happy you feel the same. You, you have the same experience as me because, like, <laughs> you know, there's, like, all these, like, influencers and stuff and, you know, people we follow and yeah. there's some, you know, podcasts to listen to or YouTube and it's like, yeah, like, I get these DMs from these people and yeah. getting these new clients and I'm like, oh, maybe I just suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't suck. I've met one other person. There's, like, uh, and we both know him, but. He's like, I've gotten all of my clients from social media. And I'm like, how? I don't, I don't understand that at all. Um, I mean, he's, he's a couple years younger than me, so maybe that's why. And I'm just not utilizing it correctly. But like, even my brother, um, he went years without getting clients. Um, and he focused like almost 100% on his social media and his Instagram and posting every day and making stories and adapting every time something new came out. And like... I would say it's like four, four, four-ish years. Lots of years later, it's finally paying off, and he's getting traction and getting getting clients that way. But um, yeah, yeah, I think what I've learned about, especially social media and stuff, and your brother Wes, like, I mean, I'm happy that he's getting clients after working so hard building that social media. But like, I think you just have to understand whenever you do go in the social media or YouTube. You're not going to get anything for two years if you're going at it no. hard. You no, know? you have to like kind of realize that. And if if you do, then that's awesome. <laughs> and or you're but, lucky. You're just but, lucky. But it doesn't happen to most people. Yeah, it takes a lot of work, a lot of discipline to kind of be scheduled and organized, and knowing you know what you need to post and. creating good content and adding value to people and you know i'm not like the best social media person um even though i I do think it's extremely important i would say you know if you're trying to grow as a filmmaker you need to have social media you need to have instagram you need to have facebook you need to have linkedin you need to have you know especially linkedin i mean linkedin is like a kind of yeah a great great place to go i would even say that you probably need to have tiktok but the TikTok game no. is still, it's still, no. I don't know, dude. It, it's still hard <laughs> for me to to go for it. I actually, I gave it a try a couple of times, and I was you like, did? man, okay. I can't. But uh, one of my friends, he, it's kind of like perfect for him. One of my friends here in Atlanta, he's like a big drone guy, and he flies the okay. FPV drone stuff. Oh, nice. And his stuff is absolutely amazing, you know, because he can get all these yeah. crazy shots. And he, uh, you know, just posts a lot of his videos and clips on tiktok and gets you know all these followers and he's found work through tiktok so just like man that's awesome crazy yeah you know one thing for me that i feel like is important if you want to grow your business if you want to grow as a person if you want to grow in your your filmmaking life and getting better and improving is like i think there's two types of people in this world and two types of people that we can like put our, have our, like kind of put our shoes in or set our mind up in a way that, that kind of resembles this. I think that you can either be someone that what I would call has a fixed mindset. So you're a person that 
you think that you're the best, that you have the best company, that you shoot the best videos, that you are just absolutely amazing and prideful, um, or you can have a growth mindset, and that, that mindset is you're open and you're willing to learn, even if you are an amazing filmmaker, amazing business person. And uh, what I would say is like, for me, understanding whenever I have a fixed mindset and understanding how I need to change that over to being in a growth mindset has been extremely beneficial for me in my growth. And specifically whenever it comes to, you know, working with other people and other filmmakers, like not being like, I feel like I need to show up and know everything the day of that. I need to be like this, the best, you know, cinematographer of all time when I'm not, you know, and that's a a fixed mindset is going in saying, I got to like prove myself. Like I got to be the best. Like I think, I think it's good to motivate yourself in those ways, but if going into it with a, you know, an open mindset and a mindset to where you're just ready to grow and ask questions and being willing to take feedback and not always thinking that you're right and asking someone else, Hey, like, what do you think? And you know, how do you think we can improve in this? And actually caring about that. Like I I know for me, it's really changed how I do everything. And I guess, have you ever thought about that? Will kind of, Oh yeah. Yeah. And I also, I also think about like, who do I enjoy being around the most? Do I enjoy being around people who are willing and open to grow with me, grow through a process or, or do I like being around people who have every answer and aren't very open to um, to feedback, to new processes, to um, just an idea? And I've been both of those people. And <clears throat> I I can tell you that I if I was someone else, I would enjoy being around me more if I was always more of the open, let's work as a team, let's figure this out. I'm not, I'm not always right kind of guy. Um, sadly... Sadly, I do try to op- overcompensate sometimes and act like I know every- everything. Um, and th- I think that's, that's somewhat of a def- defense mechanism because I I, I want to seem professional. I want to seem like – I do want to seem knowledgeable and like I know my stuff. Um, but if you think about it, like a lot of times when I show up on set, like that's part of it. You're already there. They already trust you. You're already on set. They've seen your work um, They and they like it. They've hired you. Um, and they they've they'll they'll probably hire you again if if you keep doing well like me is that i gotta take a step back and i'd be like whoa i've got a lot to be thankful for um there's people they like my work they've hired me um i get to work with a great team and you know what not all my shots may be framed perfectly or maybe maybe they have an idea that's going to be better than mine and that's okay um it's it i feel like it's totally better and as a filmmaker, I think that's one of the best ways to grow is to learn new processes, to learn new techniques. If I can't give any other advice today, it would be always be learning, like always be figuring out something else that can, you can add to your tool belt. You can add to your, your service, um, as a filmmaker that you can, that you can give to others, that you can help others. Kind of, you know, piggybacking off of that and kind of another, another thing that's extremely important for me in you know every aspect of growing as a person 
mentally, emotionally, you know, physically working out, whatever, um, or being a filmmaker or working in business is like, I know that whenever I find myself in a very comfortable position and I feel maybe this, you know, in a way, maybe this is bad of me, maybe it's not, but if I find like where I'm very comfortable and satisfied with everything that I'm doing and I'm okay with, I'm okay with that. I'm not growing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting better, but what I tried to chase after, I don't want this to be like, you need to go do something that's going to, (laughs) you know, that you can't accomplish and like, you're going to, uh, it might not be good for you, but I always try and put myself in an uncomfortable position or doing something that makes me uncomfortable. And a lot of times, you know, I think we always have that one thing. There's that one passion project we want to make. There's that one shot we want to try. There's that one, you know, type of storytelling or video style we want to try and make, um, that makes us a little bit anxious and uncomfortable. Yeah. And whenever I, I see those things, I'm like, okay, I need to go do that right now. <laughs> yeah. Because every single time that I've been like, I feel like all the time I go on set or I'm working or making a video, I like, maybe I'm a little bit uncomfortable and like, you know, it's like, can I, will I be able to do this? And I, I know that I'm able to do it, but just having that feeling of being uncomfortable and I, I have to learn something new, it really has pushed me to grow and get better um, overall, like in life and aspects of life and, and especially with work. Yeah, 100% agree. Like it's so it's so important to be uncomfortable uh, to push yourself. Um, yeah, or, or you'll stay in the same place and get passed up in the future. So, Will, is there anything else to you that, you know, stands out that you think would be good that, you know, that we talk about? Man, I love what we talked about today. I think it's been uh, very helpful. I'm sure there are other small things like keep a schedule, keep uh, keep a to-do list um, that'll, that are practical, practical help, but they don't specifically talk to um, how to grow as a filmmaker, how to, how to do that. Um, there are tips to be uh, more organized, to stay on top of things, stay on top of your edits, um, to be more organized. But I think today, uh, the big things that we've talked about are super helpful. You know, again, there's so many ways to grow and get better. But, you know, I think we just should close out with this is figure out what you're passionate about in your life and go chase after that. You know, I know this is a podcast about filmmaking, but like go chase after what you're passionate about and from that, I think that you will find a lot of growth and you'll find a lot of, you know, success in what you do. And so I just encourage people to do that today. Find a purpose and, and you know, have a purpose in what you do and, and be passionate about it and go 100% and learn and be open to receive um receive from other people like how to get better at what that thing is um and what you do so amen all right well richard last ending question so yes. who are you who are you following right now uh on any platform anything like that who are, who's teaching you right now what are you who are you getting the most out of um that you're learning from something from right now 
Yes, yes. So we're going to be adding a little question at the end of the podcast, you know, to kind of uh, tell people how, where we've been learning, where we've been growing from, um, what, you know, content we've been absorbing that's really been helpful to us here recently. And uh, I think, you know, for both Will and I, we we don't know all the answers and uh, we'll never know all the answers but there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of experience that are sharing a lot of things. We're not the founders of making a podcast about filmmaking. So we just kind of want to spread the love and, and uh, push you know, people to, to go and um, check out these other things that we've been learning from. So totally. one, thing, one thing that I'm trying to pull it up right now uh, on my phone because there's this one group that I've been following here. It's like a uh, filmmaking academy. My English and my how how to pronounce words and stuff is awful. So if I say this wrong, do not make fun of me. So it's the uh, the Hurl <laughs> Hurl Hurl Academy. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Um, it's capital H U R L B U T Academy. It's like a educational platform. I think that they honestly have just started creating like good, like a lot of good content and it's been, um, kind of like blowing up here recently. But, uh, the guy there, he's a cinematographer. He works as a director of photography and he just gives a lot of really, really helpful tips, um, working as a cinematographer. Um, he's kind of complex about how he explains it, but I recommend for you to, to go and check that out. Um, I'll also link this on on the in our show our show notes so you can see that as well. Awesome. So go check them out, give them a follow, look at some of their videos. Will, what would you say? Like, what have you been been learning from here the past couple of weeks? Um, actually, one of them there's I've got two two answers. One of them has been your recommendation, which was uh, he his YouTube channel is the Wandering DP. Um, I he walks through. Um, big commercials, big high-end commercials, and he talks through the lighting, and he talks through, he just, just through observation, uh, kind of writing on screen, talking through how everything's lit, how everything's framed. It's it's a very, if you want to learn something, like learn something in a different way, he's just pushed how I view how to frame, how to light, where where to film around natural light, where to, where if I wanted to, where to put uh, other lights. And then the other one is Mark Bone, and he is a doc filmmaker. Uh, he's got a YouTube page. It's just under Mark Bone, and he's just very. Uh, I just lo- I love his energy, and I love how he films and and how he works, and uh, the the tips that he gives and the words that he uses are have, I've found them super helpful. Um, yeah, so just those two. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll link those below. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the filmmaking bros podcast today we just we can't thank you enough um for coming in and listening and taking time out of your day Uh, we're really grateful for that and so thank you um you know what would be extremely helpful for us if you were to leave us a review and we would be be great if maybe it was a five-star review um this really helps us just kind of uh, grow and get get this podcast out there so you're welcome to do that if you'd like to and leave us a little review, and we'll we'll give you a virtual hug. Um, so, <laughs> so, so thank you guys. Y'all have a wonderful day, week, um, whatever it is, car drive today, or 
you know, making, uh, making dinner. So, all right, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. See you.